0: Hello and welcome to the 123rd episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles and where you learn English in a natural way. You're learning English in a natural way by imitating me. But naturally, there are many ways you are improving and practicing your English with these podcasts. Naturally. Are you familiar with the adverb naturally? It's an interesting adverb, naturally. It has two Main meanings. Naturally, naturally, which means as you would expect, like saying obviously or yes. For example, with Crosby's Nine, naturally you receive tips about pronunciation and spelling. Naturally you learn real world expressions. Naturally you learn grammar. Naturally you learn a little bit about pop culture. So we use the word naturally as meaning something that you would expect, something that's obvious. And, of course, the other main meaning of naturally is something that's done in a normal way. With Crosby's 9, you practice and learn English naturally, in a usual way, in an easy way. Naturally. Please repeat. Naturally. Please repeat. Nature. We have naturally and nature. Nature and naturally. Listen to the difference there. By the way, with the word nature... You can hear the C-H sound there, nature, nature, but of course, we don't have the C-H written in the word. We don't have the letters C and H together. We have the combination of the letters T and U, and the combination of the letters T and U produces a ch sound, nature. Please repeat, mature. How do you spell mature? M-A-T-U-R-E. Please repeat, furniture or Portugal. So these are examples of words where we hear the CH sound, but the letters are T and U. Now, talking about pronunciation, let's count the number of syllables that we have in any word we learn. This is going to help your pronunciation a lot. When you learn a new word, count the number of syllables. Pe-pa-pe-pa-pa, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, 2 one, two, three. And so the second thing you need to ask yourself is, Where does the emphasis fall? In other words, which syllable is emphasized? For example, nature. You can hear the emphasis. It's on the first syllable. Nature. But the word mature, mature, we hear the emphasis on the second syllable. So again, really the best way to improve your pronunciation with new words is, first thing, understand how many syllables it has, and then make sure you are putting the emphasis on the right syllable. Okay, so looking at the word mature, for example, my niece is very mature for her age. Please repeat, my niece is very mature for her age. By the way, is age a verb? Yes, it is, of course it's a verb as well. How do you pronounce age in the past? Aged, please repeat, aged. Is it the same in the participle? Yes, it is. Aged. So it's a regular verb. Age, aged, aged. One of the meanings of the verb to age is to develop in flavor, to acquire a desirable quality. And of course, most of us think of wine. Wine ages in barrels, but wine also ages in bottles. Please repeat. Wine ages in barrels and wine ages in bottles. Aged wine, like aged brandy. Now, the verb to age also means that despite the passing of time, the characteristic or the appearance or the quality of something remains just as good today as it was when it was made. But I also like to think of movies. And the other day I watched Star Wars, the original Star Wars. When did the original Star Wars come out? What year? 1977. Has Star Wars aged well? Has it aged well? In other words, is the movie as good today as it was when it came out in 1977? I think it has aged very well. And the reason I say that is because I also watched another movie from 1977 called Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Do you remember this movie? Now, in my opinion, that movie hasn't aged very well. So, we have this expression, to age well, and we can use it for people or things. So, I don't think Close Encounters of the Third Kind has aged very well. It seems old. It seems dated. It seems a little antiquated compared to the original Star Wars trilogy, which I think if it came out today, it would still be very successful. Now, how do you pronounce age in the plural? Ages. Well, that's simple, isn't it? It is simple. But a lot of people forget to pronounce the S. And if you want to increase your English by 9%, don't forget to pronounce the S. And I say 9%, that's a random figure, but so many people forget to do it that if you do do it, we're emphasizing here with the auxiliary verb to do, uh, if you do do it, you will stand out to age. That reminds me of a rock and roll song by Def Leppard from nineteen eighty-three from their LP called Pyromania, Rock of Ages. It's kind of a cool song. As a matter of fact, it's kind of funny because instead of saying one, two, three, four, the song begins "Gunta Glieben Glauten Globen." What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. The producer of the song, a guy named Matt Lange, Decided to use this fake-sounding German in order to count in the song. In other words, instead of saying one, two, three, four, he says Gunter, Glieben, Glauten, Globen. And anyway, it's kind of a cool song. Rock of Ages by Def Leppard from 1983. But back to the word ages. What do we call the period of time that refers to European history that goes from about the year 500 to the year 1400? the Middle Ages. The Middle Ages. In English, it's plural. So again, don't forget to pronounce the S. You will improve your English a lot, and people will say, wow, have you heard Maria lately? Her English is so good. What has she done? She's simply pronouncing the S, particularly in the third person. Exactly, that's the trick. One last concept here, aged. Please repeat again, aged. I also think of aged cheese. What are some good types of aged cheeses? Do you have any preferences? I like cheddar and gouda and parmesan and, of course, manchego. These are examples of aged cheese or cheeses. And by the way, what do you say to somebody when you want them to smile and you are going to take their picture? Okay, is everybody ready? Okay, smile, say cheese, right? In English, we say cheese. Why do we say cheese? (laughs) Because when you say cheese, you can see your teeth. Of course, when you say cheese. Now, what's kind of interesting is I'm familiar with a particular expression in Spanish that people say when their picture is going to be taken, but it's kind of strange because it doesn't make you show your teeth. What about in your native language? Do you have an expression that you use for when you want people to show their teeth when you take their picture? Does it make people show their teeth? Cheese. Okay. And finally, the word cheesy. What does cheesy mean? Well, it means two things. First of all, it means something with a lot of cheese. Like, for example, if you order a cheeseburger with a lot of cheese, well, it's a very cheesy cheeseburger. I think of cheese fries. I'm from Chicago and we have a lot of junk food in Chicago, but one of my favorite junk foods is cheese fries. And of course, it's simply French fries with a lot of cheddar cheese on top. And so they're very, very cheesy. They are cheesy French fries. But again, the other meaning of cheesy refers to something that doesn't have any style, something that doesn't have any taste. It's tasteless or it's trashy or it's unfashionable or it's unstylish cheesy. Anyway, that's all the time we have for the 123rd episode of Crosby's Nine. Please go back and listen to this podcast. Imitate me. You'll see what happens. You're going to get better. And of course, you can put into practice and use the expressions and new vocabulary that you learn in these podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.